0: Welcome, 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 uh, Ben and Scott. Obviously, you're back again. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hi. Yeah. So today, man, we're going to talk about hospitals and object storage. So one of the big cool. questions that we get to is what do we need to know about the infrastructure of hospitals when we're thinking about object storage at hospitals? What, what do we need to know? Complicated, man. Definitely complex,
1: yeah. vast, big. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Lots and lots of legacy environments yeah. legacy applications legacy systems disparate systems things that don't talk to each other um yeah huge i would say
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and and in my in my conversations because you know we all know we do a lot of work in healthcare we do a lot of care uh, a lot of work in object storage so it, it's natural for us to try and connect the things but in the conversations we have where a lot of our work in healthcare is specifically around medical imaging right. and Good. a lot of medical imaging applications are now, they've been around a while right we, we might call them legacy applications they're monolithic applications they were originally built to work with file services and things like that so right now today in the medical imaging space um there's not a huge amount of use for object storage with medical imaging which right. is really interesting because if you think about when we've spoken before about use cases for object storage you know
0: yeah, image files is, is yeah. the classic
2: use case yeah. so it, it's one of those it's an object obvious thing that you should be using objects in hospitals Around medical, medical imaging, mm-hmm. but they're not not quite there yet. So okay. that's that's definitely a thing I see around existing. I mean, I guess that's getting into applications, that rather than just yeah, future, but that, that's a, Yeah,
0: that kind of gets me into the next bit. Unless you want to touch on well, the, no, I was going to say, right say that, if you, if
1: you think as well, I mean, part of the reason that potentially we're, hospitals are still using traditional file platforms is that it's because typically they're quite slow to move. They're quite, yeah, to, and it's not because they don't want to move. It's just because it's really complicated. Because yeah. everything's so disparate and different departments, and everyone's doing different things and different applications, it's difficult to shift on. Yeah. So, and that's that lack of adoption at speed yeah. means that they're still sitting on file platforms where there are better options, such as object storage. And then we're starting to see that change. And, right?
2: and they and they're quite risk averse because it is literally life and death. Well, yeah. and, and it is, yeah. literally life and death. Yeah. So, so you, you don't want to be going going first, going fastest, just trying out new stuff and hoping for the best. Like they want technologies to be really mature, really stable. Okay. They need a very, very well thought through and structured plan to move from where they are today to what the future might look like, because, you know, I've said it three or four times. And already. that leans
1: into the complexity because equally those applications, those services that are being delivered will be complex because yeah. they, unlike many other organizations, have been thinking about resilience and high availability and this sort of stuff from day one. So a lot of their older legacy applications, those monolithic kind of stacks of IT, are already highly available resilient and bits and pieces like that but not necessarily using the latest and greatest technologies to achieve right. It, so. right
0: so that leads me on right so if i'm a hospital i'm a big hospital i've got lots of data sitting across everywhere what would you, if you're trying to say to me object to how would you go about that what would be the 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 key indicators for me to say actually this is a something i need to look at so, so, so an area where object storage
2: is being used actively in, in hospitals and healthcare today, yeah. and we've seen this a number of times, is around the immutable backup okay, work, yeah, uh, yeah. to workload. Okay. You know, we've okay. all seen, certainly in the UK, really, really high profile stuff hitting the news about ransomware attacks on the NHS. Yeah. Um, it's happening all around the world. I think huge. there's- Absolutely huge. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's lots of research out there that suggests that oftentimes healthcare organizations are one of the primary targets for ransomware attacks, which as savages as that mm-hmm. sounds, that is the reality. True, so, yep. so, so, so object is a perfect destination for backup data and immutable backups mm-hmm. to protect against ransomware attacks. So that's a, that's a, you know, it's a, it's a quite a small pigeonhole tactical use case for object, but it is something that is possible and relevant today i know scott you've you've been involved in some conversations recently around where objects
1: is starting to be thought about yeah know, for much much bigger more strategic initiatives. yeah i think you're right i think traditionally object storage a lot of people when they talk to so say object storage they think backups you know yeah. they think big archive platforms you know cheap to scale and that tends to be where most of that
0: use cases well we used from. to but, have a saying in, when i was doing you yeah. know calling under the desk and being a Technical IT guy, uh, a typical IT guy under the desk, you know, cables, switches, routers, and all that stuff. Definitely technical IT. some more backups, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't changed, much, right? honest. <laughs> <laughs> Once an engineer, always an engineer. So backups are a priority, but having done DR tests and that, there's nothing worse. Than going to a DR test. I never failed any because I'm that good. They were my backups. <laughs> of course, of course. No, right. no, no, no. My no, boss no, no, went the year before. <laughs> before. No, honestly,
2: I, I swear <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I never failed a DR test. But the one thing that, because I used to have to look after the backups, but there's nothing worse in my eyes than going to a backup site. You've got a DR test, you've got teams of people turning up, you're trying to recover from tape. And that tape that you're trying to recover from, that was an incremental or it was a full backup and something didn't go right in those backups right and then you're left with a situation where you can't recover i would think the worst kind of recovery would be for me where it's not mutable like you say Where i've tried to recover from this because i'm thinking oh no no we got this backup we're all kind of good we're all kind of safe Mm -hmm. and then i put the ransomware back on the system i i I don't know what you do at that point Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, that is,
2: yeah, that is, and that is, that is absolutely, and that, and that is the, the the sad fact or the sad reality of ransomware attacks is most of the time by the time you know there's a problem, that you know all of your backups if you're keeping thirty yeah. days, ninety days, yeah. whatever, yeah. they're all infected, yeah. and that's yeah. exactly how they get you because yeah, right. you think that's all right, I'll just roll back sixty days, and yeah. worst case yeah. I lose sixty days data. Well, guess what? Yeah. They compromise your system ninety days, one hundred yeah. yeah. and twenty days ago, so you you're
1: knackered. You're but trouble. but yeah, so that's I mean it is it's. It's a valid point, though, that you talk about tapes. I mean, that goes back to the whole conversation about hospitals running those legacy systems. I mean, we know that there are there are still a big percentage of hospitals that are using tape based backup systems mm-hmm. because the legacy platform or legacy system that they're using has no no understanding of what object store doesn't even understand what file storage potentially is. So, mm-hmm. so in, or, or network based storages. So we still got people using backups. Time for recovery is awful. Yeah, because zero, actually we've got to go and find the tapes and you know we've got to actually data security of those things. You know I mean? Yeah. In certain people, people are putting tapes in their pockets and take them home because they're safe, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Things that say, so it's terrible. Whereas actually in a, in a world of scalable object storage where we can just pull that stuff back straight up the network, it's secure. We've got an incredibly long time in which we can keep those backups for. That's part of it. But to your point about where where do we see that going? So yeah, absolutely. So there's some conversations that I'm having at the moment, um, where an example use case is, is more around AI. And this is all very sort of yeah. cloudy and fairy, and, and 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 I don't know how many hospitals are heading down this road, but I do know of a really big project where they were they were pulling information from the medical imaging systems, they were pulling information from IoT devices, and I mean, yeah. what I means like door entry systems, lights, you know, all kind of everything that's going on inside a hospital, from hundreds of hospitals, pulling all that information into effectively a data lake, right, mm-hmm. so this is something, another use case for object storage, mm-hmm. is where we were gathering incredible amounts of data not necessarily because someone's <laughs> going to sit there and tick through this stuff, but yeah. because we're going to apply AI to it. We're going to play yeah. art, apply artificial well, you intelligence. you've got to. It's, it's, it's big too much data. That, to yeah. exactly I'm not so, reading so, it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that. so object storage, actually, one of the great use cases going forward with hospitals is is to create this concept of data lake where we're dumping everything, every tiny bit of data we know, into something, you know, in the middle and yeah, uh, having computers analyze that data to understand how they can make improvements around yeah. workflow and judgments and things like that so yeah
2: no no i think that's really interesting because there is you know i I was perhaps a little harsh around Mm. some of the legacy nature of applications again one of our uh, big medical imaging vendors that we partner with today you know had a lot of conversation with them recently they absolutely have an appetite to modernize their application stack and so They've already built, for example, a cloud-native um, VNA vendor-neutral yeah, okay. element to their solution. They're re-architecting their entire platform to be cloud-native. Now, whether mm. you choose to run that in one mm. of the hyperscalers or whether you choose to run that in an on-premises data centre or with a service provider, mm. it, it doesn't matter. But that whole modernization exercise does mean that you will be able to take advantage mm. of, of objects, mm. and, and that simplistically means that they have massive scale at a really really aggressive price point yeah, which in healthcare is always a critical consideration mm-hmm. because you know again we're biased a little towards the uk because we're very familiar with the nhs yes. that that is, is different in different parts of the world but the nhs publicly funded healthcare cost is always a massive issue so there's, there's absolutely appetite
1: um mm-hmm. to move towards that and we, and we are seeing it mm-hmm. And also, if you think about one of the great things in, in the hospital world, right, so we just had a pandemic, yeah. and the amount of data that the hospital had to collect, and suddenly we've got every, you know, certainly in the UK, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's very similar in every country on the planet, was that every hospital pretty much had an engagement with every single person yes. in the country. And I, and I I so They've they really big... never had that. Yes. So how did they store that data? Where did they store that data? Did, did their legacy systems and their, and their file server, which was spec for the next three years... Predict the fact that they were suddenly going to have to store yeah. 15, 20, 100 times as much data it's, it's, as they were. No, it's a,
2: really, it's a really good point because actually, I was reading a and you just played mm-hmm. something in my mind. I was reading a um, a case study a few weeks ago, and it was for AstraZeneca, who obviously mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. produced one of the vaccines for mm-hmm. COVID. And the case study was around a large enterprise storage vendor that they worked with. Um, in developing the vaccine Mm. and they used object to do a load of their sort of analysis and number crunching all of that sort of genomic sequencing that needs to happen as part of developing a vaccine and that was on a massive object storage infrastructure and in that scenario the vendor and i know we like to remain neutral so i Mm -hmm. won't name them Mm -hmm. but they'd actually provided all of that at cost so they deliberately made no money
0: on it, it but for the greater
2: good but yeah. it was just just an interesting story so i don't know if it's
0: only a lot of profit i would have probably gone in there for a bit extra <laughs> yeah i mean I, <laughs> yeah let's not let's not get into a, into a debate
2: about the ethics i'm not ready yeah.
1: um yeah
2: yeah but it was just it was just an interesting story because again although that's not necessarily in the hospital it's absolutely healthcare related yeah
0: yeah. And one so. of the things that I've noticed speaking to nurses and healthcare professionals is that at the moment they've got a huge backlog of paperwork that needs to be scanned mm-hmm. and needs to put, be put into storage. Yeah, in. So they're not even yeah, quite digi- there yet. Yeah, digitization. Yeah, digitization. So
1: It's only a case, it's only a matter of time in terms of getting all of those paper records yeah. copied off, digitized, stored somewhere. Where are you going to store it? You're going to store yeah. it on those old legacy now systems. Let's not forget as well, one of the great things about Object Stories is that it doesn't have to be in the hospital.
0: Correct.
1: Right? It yeah. can be accessed from all the hospitals, all over the world, all over the place, because it's, because it's natively talking in web, you know, HTTP traffic, yeah. in web conversational traffic, S3 protocols yeah, that can be hit yes. across. If, if I've, got a na- I've, got a, well, I've got a little NAS sat in the corner of my doctor's surgery yeah. or in, sat in the corner of the hospital with an old legacy file system, that's great for all the doctors that are in the hospital, but how are we engaging with that? Actually, being able to go and take pick that data up, securely transport it across the internet, something number crunching public cloud somewhere, Mm -hmm. then there's a lot of arguments to say why should we looking at looking at changing our storage approach in
0: healthcare. So I think that's a good case for object storage. Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, have you got anything else you'd like to input or for us today or?
1: No, I think the only thing I'd put out there is obviously, we mentioned it right at the beginning, yeah. like reliability, high availability, all of those things around the object storage platform. And, and obviously, it's great us having an amazing storage platform that could yeah. do all these amazing things. But if it's not resilient, if it's not accelerated in terms of its application, yeah. in terms of what it can offer, yeah. um, and it's not highly available, then what's good in having an object storage system? That well, might I, I, be I, I think, think I.
2: we've done an awesome job of... It's taken us at least five minutes to get to talking about load balance. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think we exactly. should we should we should celebrate that and end it. Yeah, there. well done, exactly. Uh Well done, guys. Uh, <laughs> so that was my little dig at low balance. We right? yeah. need yeah. a load balance. We yeah.
0: need a load yeah. balance. We've got to get it in. We need a yeah. load balance. Exactly that. All right, okay. brilliant. Cheers, guys. Cheers Thank you very much. Guys, enjoy it.